the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I'm 1280. The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. The Trump administration has set up new rules for women seeking abortions, barring taxpayer-funded family planning clinics from making abortion referrals. White House Counselor Kellyanne Conway says new policy requires a physical separation of women's services at places like Planned Parenthood. Since they've been running around lying for years, that they don't commingle their funds. And she says it involves the new rule that says they cannot use federal dollars for their abortion clinics. They who get over half a billion dollars in taxpayer fund, funds every single year and who are give most of their political donations to Democrats, if not almost all. Um, they've been saying for years they don't commingle their funds, so this should be easy for them. The final rule released on Friday by the Health and Human Services Department also would prohibit federally funded family planning clinics from being housed in the same locations as abortion providers, and it would also require stricter financial separation. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders speaking out now about bias in the media. She says she hopes some of the press have learned their lesson after jumping the gun on recent stories designed to make the president and his supporters look bad. I I certainly hope it doesn't get worse. Look, I think they've seen... uh some of the repercussions of trying to come out and attack the president without a lot of information. Sanders told the Salem Radio Network media coverage of the so-called Covington kids and the Jesse Smollett case are good examples of recent stories in which some of the media rushed to judgment when getting wound up getting the story very wrong. New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft is denying misdemeanor charges of soliciting a prostitute. But police in Jupiter, Florida, say Kraft was twice videotaped doing just that inside a shopping center massage parlor. Police have not released details about the charges filed as part of a six-month investigation of such spas. Kraft is a 77-year-old billionaire. He could face trouble with the NFL. This is SRN News. AM 1280, The Patriot. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around... I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For your free quote, call 800-607-3551. That's 800-607-3551. 800-607-3551. Or go to SelectQuote.com. Since 1985, we shop you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials or price could vary depending on your health issuing company and other factors. Not available in all states. 
Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. Pastors, you're searching online for that perfect sermon series that your congregation will really enjoy and benefit from, but you just can't seem to find what you're looking for. I suggest you give SermonSearch.com a try. Sermon Search is packed with sermon outlines from revered Bible teachers who cover every topic you can imagine. You'll also find images, videos, and analogies to complement your presentation of God's message. Be inspired to study, create, and proclaim with SermonSearch.com. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. It's time now for Where You Live with Gene Sullivan, the show that deals with the news and events that affect you the most. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here is the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. You know, your association members take tremendous pride in their communities, And you can help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank, a lending expert that's worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingbloom at 312-209-2623. Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. Want to say hello to the man that makes it happen every week, Trevor K. Trevor, I think uh, with the snow that we've had this week, I think we uh, have a new record for uh, the month of February. Yeah, no kidding. Certainly feels like it. I think this has been a record, uh, record brushing for me as far as clearing out the vehicle. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, the other morning, it was like, just kept brushing and brushing and brushing, and then, you know, your pants are covered, and I had a nice uh, kind of frosted look on my hair for a minute or two while I got in the car, you know? Yes. You know, I, it uh, reminded me, all of the snow reminded me, when I was a young man myself back in uh, my 20s, one, uh, one particular job that I had for a while was uh, a uh, security guard. It okay. was uh, third shift, um, and um, I remember this was probably in the uh, late 80s. I remember it really just dumped the snow in, in inordinate months, uh, like 12 inches one day, another eight the next. And, and I thought, I had, to go to, I had to go to work, and I thought, for sure, if uh, I called in and said, hey, my... Uh, I'm uh, I'm snowed in. I just can't get my car out. That that would be enough to say, okay, you don't have to go to work tonight. Don't you know? But uh, the uh, that uh, security guard company I worked for, they came and picked me up. Ah, uh, <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Yeah, my car you. was, and uh, yes. Yeah, so I was. Uh, uh, I did indeed have to go to work. Uh, couldn't find an excuse, not even the snow, uh, to prevent me from uh, going to work that day. Well, folks, I hope that uh, you are uh, enjoying your uh, weekend. And, uh, you know, thank you for joining us here on uh, Where You Live. We've got a lot to cover. So why don't we begin, like we always do each week, with property management in the news. In property management in the news today, our first story 
dealing with uh, an issue in Ontario, Canada. And it's asking a, a question uh, that directors may disqualify another director without even a vote of the owners. And this was something that was reported in the Condominium Management Law blog uh, by attorney uh, Michelle Kelly, an attorney with uh, Robson Carpenter in Ontario. And uh, what we have in a story where in Ontario not too long ago, there was a case that was brought to court where the board of directors in one particular uh, homeowner association said, we can't work uh, with this one other uh, individual who's a board member. So the board voted to have him removed as the director. Uh, and uh, the reasons they gave for it was, uh, number one, he was violating the Homeowner Association's bylaws, governing documents, and also included uh, issues with code of ethics. And uh, the lower court decided in favor of the HOA board who disqualified the uh, one of their directors, stating that the board had that right without bringing it to the attention of uh, the Homeowners Association. Now, this headline, of course, caught my attention initially because of how things were worded. Uh, you know, a few members of an association board of directors, do they have the authority to fire just one other director uh, from that position uh, because they don't uh, agree with them? You know, when I first heard this story, I thought to myself, this goes against how most governing documents are written. Uh, you know, we live in a society that believes in honoring the will and the consent of the majority of those being governed. Therefore, in an HOA, uh, when an HOA elects an individual among themselves to serve on the board as a representative, it is usually only that body that can have someone removed. And what you usually need to do is have a special assembly of the members to have a vote to have someone removed. So if uh, someone is voted on the board, they can be removed by the members of the board. Uh, although by that same token, when someone is on the board and then the board itself elects among themselves who's going to be in an elected position of president, vice president, and so on and so forth, those directors can remove someone from that position, but not from the board itself. So I found this uh, very curious and uh, very interesting. So why did this lower court see fit to ruling in favor of this board who had one of its members removed? The answer, of course, is it's governing documents. The judge found that this particular HOA's written bylaws did indeed permit that the other members of the board had the ability to vote for removal of one of its directors. But there was a catch. What was this catch? Well, we're going to take a quick break right now, but I tell you what, we'll pick that up uh, on the, the next break on the other side of these uh, commercials. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. Back after this. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards... 
demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. If you have hair loss, then I have great news for you. This is Mike Greenlee, familiar voice with Minnesota hockey fans. I urge you to log on to INeedMoreHair.com. I'd like to introduce you to the only permanent solution to hair loss, INeedMoreHair.com. You will find some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in Minnesota. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including some of the most prominent celebrities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. If you have hair loss and want more hair, go to INeedMoreHair.com. Here's the best part. Their technique is so advanced, their results are guaranteed in writing, and their prices are the best in the business. Prices as low as $3 per graft. Their office is conveniently located in Egan. INeedMoreHair.com will allow you to see a more confident reflection of yourself. That's INeedMoreHair.com. The consultations are free, and the results are amazing. Check out INeedMoreHair.com for complete details. INeedMoreHair.com Experience you can trust Prices you can afford Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. A list of mania, think less but see it grow, like a ride, like a ride, oh, not easily offended, not how to let it go, from a mess to the masses. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. Uh, the show is also brought to you by Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. With their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call when you're ready at 763-441-1334 and tell them, Gene sent you. We have an interesting story that we're taking a look from Ontario, Canada, where several members of one homeowners, without going to its members to have a vote for that person's removal, the court upheld that decision. Why was that? We're going to get into that in just a moment. But uh, let's take a moment, shall we, to hear from the Community Associations Institute. Here is the CAI Minute. Are you a member of the Community Associations Institute? For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit caionline.org to learn more. That address again is caionline.org. CAI helps community association board members by providing online resources, in-person training, and hard copy publications written by association management experts. CAI offers community managers professional development networking opportunities, and a certification program that's established as the industry standard nationwide. Minnesota has its own chapter of the Community Associations Institute to bring resources and tools from community associations around the country right to your home. Visit CAIMN.com to learn more and become a member of CAI today. Your community and management company will benefit from your involvement. Join the Community Associations Institute today at CAIMN.com and click on Membership. So the reason this uh, board member was allowed to be uh, removed was because the governing documents in the homeowner association uh, where he was a, a member 
uh, said the other members had that right to remove them. However, when it went to that uh, uh, lower court, the judge said, I'm going to, I can rule in your favor, but I'm going to put a stay on it for a while because there's a catch. And what was the catch? Well, the judge noted and said, well, you do have the authority in this particular case to remove a member of the board under certain circumstances. You didn't follow the right procedures. So what did the judge require of this board? He said, okay, first of all, he said, before I will honor this decision of the removal of this person, you must do uh, things right yourself. And that means, number one, the judge pointed out your governing documents allow you to remove someone uh, and to take this action, but only after you have done the following and you have not done this. Number one, you need to first make sure that there has been given a proper notice to this individual and to the board that there was to be held a review, a hearing at uh, the next HOA board meeting, giving the accused, in this case, uh, the home, this uh, board of director, in writing, what you were charging against this individual, that uh, what was it in the governing, uh, in the bylaws that uh, they were not upholding? Uh, what code of ethics were they uh, not abiding by? And then you need to give a specific date, allowing them to answer those charges and defend themselves. Now, in a meeting like that, it's to be uh, open to all of its members to attend if they so wish. And then, and only then, the judge said, if a majority of the board still votes after that meeting to have the individual removed, he said, I will allow it. However, if you don't get your act together and do this within the next 90 days, the judge says, I will allow this person to move for reinstatement on the board. So uh, what was the outcome? What happened next? Well, that's exactly uh, what uh, this board of uh, directors followed was uh, every, everything else that the judge had outlined that their governing documents had stated. The HOA uh, had followed through with a hearing, and then they still voted to have this director removed. Now, this director's response was, I'm still not buying, that, buying all of that. And so what did he do? Well, he went back to court and made an appeal. So it went from a, a lower court to the appellate court. So uh, next, it did indeed go to that uh, appellate court, for reconsideration, and it was there that this removed this director who was removed argued that uh, this board can't do it because his dismissal, uh, violating code of ethics, he said, was inconsistent with the Condominium Act uh, in British Columbia, and he said number two, it was also unreasonable. And the lower judge should have immediately had him reinstated. Well, this court, interestingly, interestingly enough, upheld the lower court's decision by saying, while other procedures for dismissal could have been taken, and that other procedure, of course, is bring it before the members and let the members make that uh, decision, he said... Uh, he said, the governing documents of your HOA do permit this procedure as equally valid. If it's done correctly, it was done correctly. And so the court said, we're going to allow it. Lastly, what was interesting, and I think this is important and why I brought this story up, because from time to time, in every HOA, you're going to get people who uh, just don't get along, they butt heads, and just because you disagree with someone isn't a reason to get someone removed off the board, although some people would like to think so. 
But if someone is really being an obstructionist, if someone is not uh, abiding by the governing documents that everybody else on the board is asking all the other members to follow, uh, then you have an inconsistency, and you need to bring it to you, you need to uh, bring it usually to a vote of the homeowners. I usually think that's the best. Uh, one of the reasons why is because uh, there is uh, nothing uh, like having a lot of other members and uh, a lot of others who also put on pressure, saying, "No, we're all going to abide by the governing documents in the same way." But one of the things that the court in the uh, appellate court brought out that I thought was very interesting was that even though this director is uh, being removed from the board this day, that judge also said it's important to remember and understand that uh, he can also run for future elections. I've seen it in the past where someone has done something uh, that's been egregious and uh, board members have uh, brought it before uh, the members and asked to have someone removed. And then when someone is removed, then someone who usually stand up and will usually be so upset and say, and we want to make it so that this person so-and-so can never run for the board again. Well, unfortunately, that's not, uh, that's something that, you will not be able to do, uh, even by uh, making it so by a majority vote of the homeowners. That's not how the system is set up. When someone has done something wrong, they can be censured, they can be removed, uh, they can be asked to pay a debt back uh, if necessary. In this particular case, the appellate court also required that the uh, director who was removed, had to repay the association back about $8,500 in court costs uh, for uh, going to uh, this appellate court. But after a wrong has been corrected, after the debt has been paid, that person is allowed to still have the same full rights, the same full privileges of any other member of that association. Well, let's uh, take another break, shall we? But don't go away. There's a lot more to cover here on uh, Where You Live on AM 1280 The Patriot. We'll be back after this. AM 1280 The Patriot. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial partners with associations and management companies for their siding, roofing, and window projects. Minnesota Exteriors Commercial is a family-owned business with combined experience of over 70 years. Their teams provide quality service, expert workmanship, and top-of-the-line products to help restore and maintain multifamily properties. A 100,000-square-foot distribution center ensures the projects will be completed on time with the highest quality products at the most competitive price. Contact MinnesotaExteriors.com. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., Thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Hi, everybody. Randy from Arby's Computer Service. Let's talk managed services. Managed services is when you let a company like ours take over the responsibilities of keeping all of your computers and servers protected and running efficiently. We keep your systems patched, keep antivirus protection on all of your systems, provide a way to filter out much of the malware, manage your backups, and most of all, keep you up and running. This is no easy task and takes you time. Time is money. If your server or even an important computer goes down, can you afford this? Let us take care of all this for you, and you can stay focused on being profitable. And don't forget, we also fix your PCs, Macs, cell phones, and tablets too. Call us today at 763-441-3884. Once again, 763-441-3884. Or find us on the web at rbsmn.com. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. 
Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show's also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. Before we get into our next uh, topic on the show, I'd like to remind all our listeners of a couple of resources that you have. Go to our website uh, at any time. Uh, www.newconceptsgroup.com. There are several things that uh, are some great uh, things for you to take a look at. One, are you a self-managed homeowner association? A lot of times you're looking for uh, and ask the question, who would be a good vendor or contractor to use in this area or that, whether it's snow removal, an attorney, uh, whether it's someone to do... um, seal coat, painting, whatever, uh, you can go to our uh, homepage. You'll see up at the uh, top uh, an uh, item that says uh, the preferred uh, vendor directory. You can open that up, and there's over 55 categories with uh, people who have been tested, proved, and have just been just great, uh, great uh, business folks who have worked with homeowner associations in their area of expertise. You can look there. Uh, at any time. Uh, also, if you have uh, anything that you have questions about, um, we have over 31 webinars that are available for you 24 uh, 7 to uh, listen to. All are about 30 to 60 minutes in length, and everything from how to read a financial statement to uh, why you need an HO6 insurance policy. What is an HO6 insurance policy? Why do I need it? What is the role of the uh, board? All of that and so much more. You can also go to Education and Resources, pull down that menu, hit on uh, Radio Show, and you can see uh, and click on to uh, past podcasts of uh, our shows to listen to shows that you may have missed. There's also my contact information. If you have a question that you'd like me to address on the show, uh, just uh, go ahead and contact me by email or by phone. Well, let's move into our next uh, story, uh, shall we? This is a, a real sensitive one, uh, something that took place in uh, Florida, and I think it's a very important uh, one for us to take a look at. What responsibility does a landlord or an HOA community have in providing safety and security to its residents. Uh, I remember years ago when I was just a kid in my 20s, starting out in uh, property management. When it came to the promise of uh, safety and security for residents in a building, uh, in a community, the rule of thumb, what we were told to say was, You can't advertise, you can't say, you can't use the word security. It's not a security door. It's not a security system. Why? Because uh, when you use the word security, it implies a responsibility that that entity has uh, and is taking up on behalf of a resident. We were told to instead to don't call it a security door, but call it a controlled access 
because when you think about it, you can't guarantee a person's security. It's the same thing people say we have security cameras in our building. Well, do you really have security cameras? Do those cameras really provide security? Or are they more or less a surveillance camera? They can do surveillance. They can record and watch what happened. But is there any promise of security that can be given uh, because they're installed? There's a reason to have them, uh, but uh, it doesn't necessarily stop uh, a person uh, from uh, having uh, bad things happen to them from time to time. We can't guarantee a person's security. Uh, we can provide a controlled access. We can provide surveillance and take a look to help police if something happens. And, of course, uh, that uh, was uh, only, you know, a surveillance camera, the uh, control access, all of that is only good as the residents are willing to cooperate with in a building. How many times have you had uh, controlled access into a building only to find as you walk up to it that the doors are left open? Why? Because somebody's having a party and they want their friends to be able to come in and not have to always uh, watch for them or buzz them in. People do the same thing for the pizza delivery person, right? So the community, the people living there, the residents, seem to also have a responsibility in this whole issue as well. Wouldn't you agree? To help, uh, to help uh, maintain um, uh, a sense of uh, a safety for people? Well, over the years, we've seen that notion of security has morphed into so many more responsibilities. Since that time in my early 20s, there have been uh, other things that the legislature uh, has come up with, with uh, other laws with responsibility when it comes to safety. So over the years, we've had something uh, years ago that came up. It was called the Koskinen Law. Uh, and uh, the Koskinen Law says... You know what? If you, as a homeowners association, are employing people, or the management company is employing people who are going to work at a building, and those employees have access to keys that can get into other people's homes, guess what? Now a background check, criminal background check, is required uh, before just allowing someone to have an important job with access to another person's home. And then, of course, uh, over the, the years, too, they have also come up with resident nuisance laws for unruly residents because to the degree that you can stop someone, uh, especially in the issue of uh, a, a rental situation where someone's been unruly and it's been brought to their attention, the expectation is in that municipality, in that city, someone is going to have that person for the sake of everybody else in the residence. But the issue has been one that has always been much more difficult uh, for an HOA community uh, to get their arms around that, to be able to provide security and safety than a rental community. It's easy for a rental community, right? Because if someone is acting in an unruly manner, is bothering other people, uh, that landlord can uh, go to UD court and uh, with documentation from the police can say, guess what? This person's a bad egg. We want them out of the building. Bye. But you can't do that in an HOA because you're ta ta you could be talking about someone who's unruly, someone who is harassing someone, but is an owner. And the HOA doesn't have the power of eviction because the person owns that unit. So what can you do? How can you handle a situation like that? It's very difficult indeed. Recently in Florida, there was a condominium association called the, the Palm Airs Gardens Condo Association. And uh, they were sued by uh, Patricia Norris, 
who was also an owner of the building because she was stabbed 12 times back in April in 2017. All she was doing was simply walking from the garage to her unit, and while she was trying to open up the unit, she was attacked by another resident of the building, a Charles Gibson. Now, Ms. Norris was able to get away from her attacker, run to the management office, and there she collapsed. Fortunately for Ms. Norris, she lived through that horrible ordeal. She underwent, though, several surgeries. There are scars uh, on her body even to this day, not to mention the scars mentally, simply by entering her building and wondering, will I be safe? Well, she went on to sue both the uh, association board and the management company and won $2 million in settlement over that matter. Why was that? What took place? More importantly, what was it that, the, uh, that could have been done or should have been done by the HOA board and management? Well, we're going to deal with that next, where we're going to take another break right now, so don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1280, The Patriot. We'll be back after these messages. AM 1280, The Patriot. Many financial services companies say they're unique. Thrivent Financial blends faith, finances, and generosity, helping Christians be wise with money and live generously. With a full range of financial products, we'll help you connect your faith and finances. Have a conversation about money with Carol Woods, your local financial representative, at 952-658-8753. Licensed agent producer of Thrivent Financial, marketing name for Thrivent Financial for Lutherans, registered representative of Thrivent Investment Management, Inc., thrivent.com, slash disclosures. Hello, this is Jeannie Sigler from Extreme Exteriors. We are a trusted family-owned business that provides expert inspections and installation of roofing, siding, decks, gutters, windows, and more. For over 20 years, Extreme Exteriors has serviced single and multifamily home exteriors. Visit us on the web at xtremeexteriors.com or give us a call at 763-441-1334. We're here for all your home exterior needs. Are you self-motivated and creative? Do you believe in the importance of small business? Then call today. We are expanding our team and hiring a multimedia account manager. Call 651-289-4418. Salem Media is an equal opportunity employer. What do basketball, choir, drama club, and marching band all have in common? They're all high school activities that offer learning opportunities not necessarily found in the classroom. They take up just a fraction of a typical Minnesota high school's budget, and they go a long way to giving young people the tools they need to thrive. High school activities, they're more than extracurricular. They're extra important, too. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Don't miss Sandvold Financial Group's Money Talks radio show here every Sunday morning at 9. Sandvold Financial Group is independent of Questar Capital Corporation, member FINRA, SIPC, and Questar Asset Management. Setting the standard in association management. That's new concepts. Their professional staff is dedicated to top-notch customer care. This dedication has made them the leader at providing services to housing associations and homeowners. Your association may be looking for help with administration, consulting, financials, public relations, or vendor management. With over 140 years of combined experience, New Concepts is prepared to help you with all of your association needs, whatever they may be. New Concepts also offers construction, remodeling, maintenance, home staging, and real estate services. For all your association management or homeowner needs, call New Concepts. You can reach them at 952-922-2500. That's 952-922-2500. Or online at newconceptsgroup.com. Newconceptsgroup.com. New Concepts, setting the standard in association management and providing innovations beyond. Is it getting better? Or do you feel the same? 
You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Will it make it Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios. The show's brought to you also by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors. We're dealing with what is really a horrific uh, case. Uh, a, a woman lives in a condominium association in Florida. Uh, she uh, ends up being attacked by another person who's a resident of the association, is stabbed 12 times. And uh, the uh, there was responsibility that the uh, court uh, said that uh, both the homeowner association, the board of directors, and the management company had because they awarded uh, this woman over $2 million in a settlement over this matter. And it's a tricky uh, question. How can, you, how can you deal with security and safety? What is it that uh, an HOA really can do and provide for people? Uh, we talked about how the uh, HOA is not like a rental community. Their hands are tied uh, many times uh, from being able to uh, get someone out. Um, so what can what can you what can they do? What should they have done? We're going to take a look at that next. But let's take a quick moment, shall we, uh, to hear from the Minnesota Multi Housing Association. Here is the MHA Minute. If you're renting out a property for the first time, there's a lot you need to know so that you can do it successfully and, frankly, keep yourself out of trouble. Luckily, there's a statewide resource with all the tools you need to run your new business successfully. In fact, the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association regularly holds a seminar called Accidental Landlord, specifically designed for people who are renting out a property for the first time. They also have residential leases, security deposit agreements, a lead disclosure, and lots of other forms. They even have brochures on the principles of successful property management and the eviction process that you can download for free. So if you want to know more about the Accidental Landlord Seminar or other classes about owning, managing, or maintaining anything from a single unit to a growing apartment portfolio, visit the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association's website mmha.com that's two m's mmha.com so we're talking about just a horrific experience for a uh, ms uh, patricia norris uh, at her homeowner association uh, two million dollar settlement was awarded and of course as you can only imagine everyone that was involved in this issue claimed either ignorance and or pointed fingers uh, saying in their defense things like, well, the board uh, said, uh, we don't think that uh, our property management company really brought the gravity of this situation to our attention before all of this happened. So they were saying, we weren't informed. The management company said, hey, you know, we hear issues all the time by people who say, so-and-so is harassing me. And, uh, and yes, and there, there are a lot of people that, uh, with a lot of bravado, talk about things that are, are just really overboard, okay? But uh, in this particular case, uh, in this particular association, one previous resident, not Miss Norris, but someone else had filled, filed a restraining order uh, against this person, uh, Mr. Gibson, for being creepy and following one person and uh, for uh, making some verbal threats. But that's all that had taken place so far. And so you had a situation where someone had filed a restraining order, someone else. But what can you do? Up until this point, there had been no physical abuse there had been no stabbing no violent physical behavior had taken place and yet you have a court that ruled that uh, while they agreed that the HOA and the management company were powerless to prevent this from happening they did say they thought there were some very solid things that they should have done as fiduciaries 
and it makes me ask the question, what is it that really could have been done? I mean, it is really a tricky a question. If you start talking about uh, someone uh, files a restraining order, what do you do? Do you broadcast that now uh, immediately to all the other residents? Oh, by the way, so-and-so in 203 doesn't like so-and-so in 103 says that um, they have been harassing them verbally and uh, and so there's a restraining order. Do you do, you do that? And the, then the association gets sued uh, for privacy laws being broken. Uh, but as uh, soon as something happens where someone, uh, something happens, a horrific like a stabbing, and now that there's responsibility, what is it that the association could have done? What is it that the management company uh, should have done? Well, this has been something that has been on the mind of uh, a number of uh, uh, legal uh, professionals uh, in Florida uh, with the Community Associations Institute ever since this uh, awful thing happened a couple uh, years ago. And uh, what I'm about to share with you are uh, some suggestions that have uh, that uh, have uh, been uh, put forward by another attorney, someone who's been on the show before, uh, someone who uh, I've uh, certainly respected, a attorney Donna DiMaggio Berger. Uh, she's with the law firm of Becker in Fort Lauderdale, uh, and she wrote in the CAI Law Blog, uh, what could have been done? What, what should be the responsibility of an HOA and management company? Here's some things, um, uh, the following protocol that uh, she suggests should probably be in place and something that every association ought to think about prior to uh, someone uh, verbally or physically harassing another individual. Uh, The first thing that she mentions that would be a very good thing for the association to do is, number one, remember to have immediate disclosure. Uh, she goes on to say that uh, all resident complaints that allege uh, verbal abuse, physical abuse, or even discernibly threaten, uh, have threatening behavior, immediately that should be disclosed and go to the board. That so-and-so has been reported to... Uh, do, uh, having that kind of behavior to someone else in the community. Now, if the property is professionally managed, um, this attorney went on to say that she believes that in the agreement between the management company and the association, they should have language in there that states that all such complaints shall be brought to the board's attention immediately and that... Uh, on, uh, for the homeowner association, they should also have uh, language in there that says failure by the management company to do so would constitute gross negligence. Wow, that's uh, so. That's taking this uh, a lot more seriously. Anything, even when you hear a report, it needs to be brought to the board. But then, what are they to do? What can they do from there? Well, the second thing that is suggested is that every homeowner association should be able to put together a a formal complaint protocol that must be made and followed, okay? So number one, uh, the complaining individual must be directed to upon hearing such a report. Number one, require that this person put the complaint in writing. That makes sense, doesn't it? There are a lot of people who uh, sometimes say, oh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Or sometimes the person knows that they're doing, they're saying that, uh, making this allegation and really going overboard and they really don't mean it. So they don't want to go to that, to that extent. But you also have to be careful. There are other people who are afraid afraid that soon as it's in writing that there's going to be retaliation. 
But if there's anything that's going to be done, anything that can be done, um, we need to remember that the HOA, again, has their hands tied. They don't have the same authority as the police to be able to restrain someone, to put them in jail, to have other things as consequences if someone continues to, uh, to break agreements, especially a restraining order. So I think it's good to require that that person complaining put that in writing. And they said when a person puts it in writing, what they need to do is provide you with the details as to what is the nature of the behavior. Is it actual a physical abuse? Is it uh, verbal abuse uh, that is uh, going on? Is that what is uh, taking place? So the nature of the behavior needs to be also uh, shared as well as why the complainant feels concerned for their very safety. And then the second thing the attorney said you probably should do is insist upon this person filing an initial report with the police when verbal or physical assault occurs in the community, even if it's just harassment. Next, the, uh, this attorney said, it might be a good idea for all HOAs to, in taking a look at issues like this seriously. Next, look to legal counsel for assistance. And they suggested, of course, uh, having a complaint form drawn up uh, by your attorney and also that uh, once uh, that form is, uh, has been uh, created and now that's what someone fills, someone's asked to go ahead and uh, file a complaint with the report with the police, all of that report then is returned to the legal counsel. Why? To be ready in anticipation of any litigation uh, to show that the association is and has been doing everything that they can in such a situation. Again, none of this is preventing what takes place, and unfortunately we can't do everything that will uh, stop uh, this from taking place, but these are some really good steps probably to be thinking about. Next, it was said that uh, after this has been done, if there have been a number of complaints that increase then the association need and the management company both need to step up on action or actions taken. Well, what do you mean? Well, obviously, a one-and-done report where one person says something and then nothing is heard uh, again, and a person reports something to the police but doesn't go to uh, filing a restraining order, that's different than in this particular case where we did have someone who had gone to the police, and then finally did have a restraining order. And it was someone different than the person who was attacked. But you have uh, several instances of complaints that, uh, that had, uh, had come to light. Now, if the harasser is a guest or a tenant, as opposed to an owner of the association, the association should ask the unit owner for their cooperation in not allowing or inviting that person as a guest to come back to the property, or if this is a tenant, and, a and asking that landlord to take necessary action in not renewing that person's leaf, lease and helping to remove that tenant as soon as possible. The important thing here is for the association board to show that complaint has been taken seriously as well as thoughtfully and timely. This is going to be an interesting uh, thing to watch in terms of what the association uh, responsibility is. The person who represented this, uh, Ms. Norris in this case, thought the association and management company should have gone farther. What were those things? We're going to take a look at that in future weeks. But we've uh, run out of time now. So I'll just say thanks for joining me. Have a great weekend, everybody. Look forward to having you here next week on Where You Live.
Hi, this is Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280, The Patriot. And I'd like to remind you to spend your money wisely and use our loyal marketing partners here at this great station. Many of our clients are local businesses who live, work, and play right here in the Twin Cities, and their success in business is our success. For a list of our loyal marketing partners, go to am1280thepatriot.com or call us at 651-405-8800. We thank you for listening and supporting our partners. Step into Chet's Shoes, where good old-fashioned customer service is always in style. Check us out today for a custom-fitting and friendly one-on-one assistance. Chet's takes the time to get to know you and your job so that we can find you just the right boot. Our friendly staff knows the products we are selling and will never pressure you to buy anything. We've been finding people the appropriate footwear for over 70 years. In a world where people hide behind avatars and get lost in the aisles of a big box store, find friendly faces at Chet's who know and stand behind the products they sell. That's why if the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. AM 1280, The Patriot is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.